Recently, Minister for Further and Higher Education, Research, Innovation and Science Simon Harris announced €5.5 million Euros in funding for 41 new projects through the COVID-19 Rapid Response Research and Innovation Programme. Insights Professor Madeleine Lowry and Dr. Emer Dohany were awarded nearly €145,000 of that for their project, Breathe Into Your Phone, a new way to monitor COVID-19 patients at home. Dr. Emer Dohany, you're very welcome and uh, congratulations, first of all. Thanks very much. Yeah, we were delighted. Um, It sounds like a fascinating project. Can you tell me a bit about it? So the project has sort of two parts. um, And the first part and the main part is that we want to monitor the way people breathe using the microphone in their smartphone. The second part then is to try to use that data together with other clinical data to try to predict when a patient may need to be hospitalised or re-hospitalised using the data that we've derived from their breathing. And presumably you were building on, on previous research. Is this coming out of another project using the same kind of technology or was this a fresh start when COVID hit? So it's, it's a bit of both really. So my, my background is in sleep and breathing monitoring and movement monitoring using mainly wearable sensors. So that would be like sensors that would stick on to the body or we would attach with tape or maybe like Fitbit watches that we wear on our wrists, those sort of wearable sensors. I had already a project going with Vincent's Hospital where we were trying to monitor respiration rate continuously using wearable sensors during sleep. So then when this all kicked off in March, April and the funding call came out, we were trying to think of a way that we could apply our research to help. So that was the first the most relevant work that I had done. But obviously it would be, we thought it would be easier and better to work with a sensor such as just the microphone and the smartphone to monitor the sound of people breathing since we wouldn't need to buy any devices and we could roll it out to a large amount of people quickly. So we're sort of applying the same background knowledge that with then the other project, but it's a new type of sensor with similar type of skills needed from us biomedical engineers where we'd look at things like signal processing and then how we get clinically informative information out of the um, out of different types of signals. So we're looking at audio signals, whereas previous projects we would have been looking at acceleration signals or other sorts of movement signals. So you're looking at recording the sound of people breathing. How is that going to be applied to help COVID-19 patients? So the, the first thing that we want to get is respiration rate, which is how quickly people are breathing, and that would be the most used clinically. So from speaking to respiratory consultants, that would be something they would monitor one-on-one and they would just watch how people breathe and they would, that would be the, the, the metric they would write down while you're entering their system. And it's a very simple metric, really, like just monitoring how many times people breathe in one minute, how many inhales and exhales in a minute. And really easy to monitor one-on-one, but very difficult to monitor remotely. So that's the first thing we want to do, um, And then on top of that, we'd like to be able to look at more detailed ways of monitoring breathing, such as the volume that that people are inhaling and exhaling and um, maybe variations in how they breathe over time. And that these measures may help us to predict a decline in patients' health, but that's yet to be seen. We will look at more more features, but initially it'll be respiration rate. You're recruiting for volunteers at the moment now. By the time this is broadcast, that process will hopefully be complete. What will be the next step then? Yeah, so ho- hopefully we will have. We, so we want to look at um, 100 healthy subjects. So we're, we're about halfway there at the moment. And then the next part is we want to do the same in people who are COVID-19 positive. So we're going to be trying to recruit patients with COVID then and the, 
then we'll test our algorithm, we'll develop our algorithms using that data and, and test it across, uh, across both cohorts. Then we're going to call a subset of the healthy subjects in for some lab tests in UCD as well, where we'll validate our algorithms against um, research grade equipment. So that'll, that'll help us get some more accuracy on the results. In parallel to that, we will be working on the predictive modeling work where um, that's where so we'll be collaborating with a company called Patient Empower for this side of the work. Um, so Patient Empower, they're an Irish company that make patient monitoring app. It's a system really rather than an app where the HSE are using it at the moment and they have been since March, since all this kicked off, to allow patients to monitor the, the way their pulse oximetry. So they have a, a pulse of the finger and the heart rate and p- patient's temperature as well as their self-reported breathlessness. So we have all those measures over time for a large cohort of patients and we're hoping to analyze that data or a subset of it in the hospitals that we're working with um, to allow us to predict decline in, in patients' health um, and add in our respiration algorithms as well. So I assume one of the big challenges at the moment is, you know, if somebody has COVID, you hear about this, they, they can become quite distressed. I'm sure there's a big psychological factor too. You know, people are at home, they're sick and then there's that moment where you're like, do you know, do I need an ambulance? Should I be calling somebody to get myself to hospital and that kind of thing? So that's what this is going to help with, essentially, is it? That somebody might be able to breathe into their phone with all this data. The technology might be able to give them, you know, a yes or a no, you should probably make the call or no, you're OK to sit tight for a while. Exactly. Yeah. So it'll either work like that or if it was to be integrated into the patient empower system, that would automatically happen. So at the moment, their, their system automatically has alerts in the hospital if certain measures go outside of the range that they should be in. So if it was to be integrated into that system, that would happen. If it was a standalone app, we would, yeah, it would be a, a way to monitor how well they are. And people with COVID seem to be very, um, like, as you can imagine, they're like, they're worried about themselves and they want to make sure that they're well. So People are very, there's very good adherence to using this sort of technology and the people that we've, we've observed anyway. So yeah, it would hopefully reduce anxiety levels and, um, and just, and help doctors to be able to monitor large amounts of people. So it's very, they're overworked as it is. So to be monitoring hundreds of people who are at home and they can't physically see how well they are, as well as everyone in the hospital and their normal jobs is like it's it's unmanageable at the moment. I mean, uh, like, like many of the of the, uh, the the research projects that are underway across the world at the moment, under awful circumstances, some great leaps forward are being made. I assume this kind of technology will have an application beyond COVID. We hope so. Yeah, we would we would imagine that we could apply this to um, a, like chronic respiratory disease or other sorts of chronic diseases that affect respiration. So other like not just respiratory diseases, but neuromuscular diseases or and other infectious diseases, obviously, as well, where remote monitoring becomes even more important. Well, congratulations again on the funding. It's uh, it's one of those projects where you're like, yeah, I'm OK with my taxpayers money going towards it. So <laughs> the very best of luck. Um, Dr. Eva Darhani, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. 